Kevin L. McCrudden is the only motivational and leadership speaker in America to ever have a day of recognition passed by the United States Congress. January 2nd of every year is National Motivation and Inspiration Day. Kevin is an international author, speaker, and America's CMO, Chief Motivation Officer. Join us now for an hour to motivate and inspire your life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Motivate America with Kevin McCrudden, your CMO, America's Chief Motivation Officer. Thank you so very much for joining me again this week. Uh, I hope you've all had a wonderful Christmas and got to enjoy all the, the gifts and benefits and, and beautiful things that the holiday season and Christmas bring. I uh, hope Santa was nice to you and your children and uh, hope that you were able to enjoy the holiday spirit. And uh, hopefully uh, got to got to church and, and got to pray and be thankful for all the, the great things that, that you have. Um, I continue to, to talk to our, our friend Doug and, and his uh, family and, and so many of the people from Surprise, many of the people that are from California that lost so much. Um, you know, the natural disasters that have occurred throughout not only uh, America, but around the world, uh, the tsunami uh, in Indonesia. Um, there's so many people that have lost so much, and uh, we should continue to be so thankful for what we have every day. Um, so we're we're wrapping up 2018. We've we've gotten past Christmas. Uh, this year is a little bit odd. I don't know if the rest of you felt this way. This uh, this weird space, right? Having you know, Christmas Eve on Monday and then Christmas Day on Tuesday, New Year's Eve on Monday, and New Year's Day on Tuesday. Uh, lots of folks have just taken off the two weeks uh, because obviously it's a little hard to sort of juggle between you know, the holiday season and then kind of getting back to work and then taking off again and being off Monday, Tuesday again. Uh, so lots of folks uh, here in the New York Metro um, and out in the Hamptons uh, have taken off the full two-week period uh, and uh, to enjoy the holidays. Once again, uh, not everyone gets to enjoy the holidays. Obviously, we're so thankful for all of those that are servers uh, and work in all of the, the restaurants, the stores, and all the people that are there to provide all the services that we need in order to make our Christmases and our holidays enjoyable. Um, so as we transition from the joy and the celebration of Christmas and we start to look at next year, uh, I think it really comes down to have you taken the time to establish your goals? Have you looked at what it is that you want to achieve? Uh, earlier today, I posted, it was actually kind of funny. Um, you know, most of you are, are obviously not surprised uh, that I, I frequently look around um, Facebook and LinkedIn and look at all the different things that uh, people post. And today, uh, of all people, um, Bill Gates, had actually posted a comment about his beliefs uh, about goal setting and about achievement. And uh, he had made this correlation or he had said that, you know, earlier in his life, the idea of resolution uh, were not something that he really bought into. He didn't like the idea of quote unquote New Year's resolution. And the reality is, is that 85% of people do not 
see their resolution through to the end of January, which is kind of fascinating, right? So people make these comments about what their resolutions are, and they never see them through to the end of January. And there's significant reasons why that is, and we'll talk about that in this show. But the idea is that when we're establishing goals, personal goals, there is a process of doing it. We'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to invite anyone that wants to call in, talk about your goals and what it is that you're trying to achieve, how to set goal, goals properly and what SMART goals are and how to achieve SMART goals. And not just you, but if you're a small business owner, if you're someone that's trying to establish goals for you and for your company and you're having some challenges, please feel free to call in. Call in either number, either 888-627-6008, or the direct number is 323-744-4831. So either 888-627-6008, or 323-744-4831. Feel free to, uh, to, to call in to uh, the show. And I think what's interesting uh, to talk a little bit about the, the Gates quote, um, and, and I thought it was uh, pretty interesting uh, what he had written. So he, he had shared a whole series of, of uh, thoughts about um, his past and um, how he looked at things in his 20s, and really his focus was really about Microsoft. And now at 63 years old, his view is slightly different. But one of the things that he talks about is the idea of looking ahead, although I've never been one for New Year's resolutions, I've always been committed to setting clear goals and making plans to achieve them. As I get older, those two things look more and more alike the same exercise. So I'm making a resolution for 2019. I'm committing to learn and think about two key areas where technology has the potential to make an enormous impact on the quality of our lives, but also raises complex ethical, and social considerations. Kind of complicated, right? So, th so that is Bill Gates' goals for 2019. I'm sure they're more sophisticated than that, and I'm sure that he has other goals in addition to that. But he's taking a look at AI and artificial intelligence and technology and how that can be used to change our lives. But where there are potential potential technological advances that encroach upon ethical decision-making, such as the idea of actually changing or editing or manipulating DNA. Believe it or not, there is there are studies, there is some research in China where they've actually taken DNA and changed actual DNA that is replica replicable not just in the human beings that are being born, but being passed on from generation to generation. So if you think about it, in the foreseeable future, you could have parents that have a history of Alzheimer's, cancer. They have genetic code for certain difficulties, right? And Down syndrome. And they could go to somebody and have them genetically correct the genes that will be a part of their offspring.
offspring, and those genes that are corrected will be passed on for generations to come. When you think about that, that's a little freaky, right? So we now have the ability to potentially change the genetics of our offspring, and I'm thinking that Hitler had some sort of an idea like that, and now there are scientists that are capable of doing it, and you wonder if that is ethical. So Bill Gates is taking a look at this and saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. Is that really the best use of technology? And when we cross over the barrier for the idea of what benefits us and what is ethically questionable, is that something that we should question? So, I mean, so an amazing thing, once again, a guy like Bill Gates, that I, I don't, I'm not surprised that he would be taking on such an endeavor uh, and using his uh, bully pulpit and the amount of people that he communicates with and the world leaders he communicates with to have an influence over those types of decisions or choices that we're making in future. What are your goals? So if you're not taking on AI, if you're not taking on artificial intelligence and, and technology and changing our gene pool, what are your goals? What are the things that you're trying to achieve? And I think that's what's interesting for all of us is it becomes what are the choices that we're making and what are the things that we, we want to do in our lives? What are the things that we have control over that we can help make decisions in our daily lives to make our lives better? One of the things that I've, I've been tracking and one of the things I've been keeping an eye of uh, it's kind of interesting that there's there's tons of people that are out there making uh, all sorts of, I guess, um, New Year's resolutions or all sorts of quotes and comments about goal setting, and not not everyone believes in in goal setting or in um, or in resolution. And I, I just want to read a couple of quotes. I just posted this uh, a couple of days ago. Um, and it's really sort of the foundation or the belief of why I created National Motivation Inspiration Day is, is January 2nd. So January 1st is taken, New Year's Day. People are typically recovering from New Year's Eve. However, it's a good day to sit and think and write down ideas and concepts and things that we want to try and achieve. But here's why it's important. Uh, Andrew Carnegie said, uh, if you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy, and inspires your hope. Andrew Carnegie. Tony Robbins says, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Not bad, huh? Uh, a fellow by the name of Jack Canfield uh, says this about goals. If you want to tune into your purpose and really align with it, setting goals so that you can, um, so that your vision is an expression of that purpose, then life flows much more easily. And I think that concept of the idea of creating a mission or a vision or goals, that's one of the things that large organizations do, right? They create a mission and a vision, and then every single one of the goals associated with their sales organization, their quality assurance, their um, you know their management team, um, their production, their distribution, develop, 
everybody has a mission and a vision to follow. And that's the idea or the concept behind creating goals that become almost effortless. They are um, in tune with or congruent with who you are and what you want to achieve in life. So they almost become effortless. And that's really where we want to be. We want to be in a place where we can establish goals that are so in tune and so congruent with what we want to be and who we are in our lives that the goals themselves seem almost effortless. And for many of you that know that have been following me for years, that's where I differentiate the idea between inspiration and motivation. So that's why it's Motivation Inspiration Day. It's both, not just Inspiration or Motivation Day separately. It's Motivation and Inspiration Day. So the inspiration is that idea of what is the thing that lights the fire within you? What is the thing that ignites the energy that makes you feel passion? What are you passionate about? And that's where the inspiration comes from. That's the mission. That's the vision. That's the goal. What is it that you want to achieve and why? What's your why? Right, which is a popular book now, right? What, what's your why? So when you understand what your why is, why you want to achieve, why you want to create the goal, why you want to have the mission or the vision, once you establish that, then there has to be some sophistication in creating what are considered smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-driven. We need to be able to establish smart goals that will enable us to achieve that mission or that vision, even if it's a bit of a stretch goal. And we'll talk a little bit about the difference of a stretch goal and having this idea of the law of attraction. We'll talk about that in the next half hour. But it really is a little bit of a difference. The idea of having simple goals, I want to make sure that I eat healthily every day. I mean, I eat healthy every day. Well, that's a little ambiguous. What, what do you mean by healthy? Does it mean that you have to eat something green every day? Does it mean that you're not eating fat every day? Does it mean that you cut sugar out of all of your food? Does, do you cut it out of your coffee? Do you, do you change from whole milk to 2% milk? Do you not have non-dairy fatteners? Do you know, there's so many choices to be made when we say, I just want to eat healthy. You have to be a little bit more specific. That's that S part, right? Be specific and measurable. So those are the ideas when we think about our goals. And, and obviously, Jack Canfield, the leader in this idea of motivating and inspiring people to become their very best selves, right, which is the whole idea behind what I've been doing for the past 20 years, um, you know, his chicken soup books and all the things that he's done uh, essentially contribute to this idea. And I'll read his quote one more time. If you can tune into your purpose and really align with it, setting goals so that your vision is an expression of that purpose then life flows much more easily. Once again, we'll talk about that a little bit in the, in the second half of the show. Uh, once again, if you want to call in or comment or you have any questions or ideas about how to, how to achieve goals, how to set specific goals, please feel free to call in either at 888-627-6008 or the direct line at 323-744-4831. Free to uh, call in and ask any questions that you might have. So um, there's a couple of other um, ideas or quotes that that I put out there recently. 
um, that I that I find kind of fascinating. Um, there's another couple of guys that you that you might have heard of. Uh, there's uh, obviously there's Zig Ziglar, and and his quote, his famous quote is, "A goal a goal properly set is halfway reached." So once again, if you know how to set goals successfully, if you create a specific smart goal, then you're halfway there because what you've done is you've given some forethought as to what it will take to achieve that goal and given it a timetable or a timeline of what will take to achieve that goal. Um, the great Les Brown, I love Les, uh, he says, if you set goals and go after them with all the determination you can muster, your gift will take you to places that will amaze you. And I think that's, that's what we're all looking for, right? We're all looking for the opportunity or the ability to, to set these goals, these resolutions that will help change the course of our lives, change the direction of our lives, or, or help make our lives better. And, and that's why we set goals. Once again, it's one of the reasons why I created National Motivation and Inspiration Day is January 2nd, because I truly believe in, um, and, and I think it's, uh, trying to think of the, the original um, book, The Secret, and it wasn't Napoleon Hill, who I have a quote from, but it's a, another author. And he, had, he specifically stated that, you know, if you had a ship and you were in a dock or in a port and there was nobody on the boat to, to direct it or to pilot it or captain it, and you just started the boat and just let it go, it would aimlessly run around and and crash. It would crash because it had no direction. It had no goal. It had no There was nothing built into it as to where it should go. And today's day and age, we have GPS, right? GPS is a goal. It's a destination. And unless we have a destination of what we're trying to achieve or what, where we're going, there's a, there's a great quote that says something to the effect of, um, if you have no goal, any road will take you there. So the idea is that if you have no established goals, if you're not trying to necessarily achieve anything, any decision you make or anything you do will essentially lead you to your destination, which has not been set. So what we're trying to do with the establishment of our goals and our New Year's resolution is the idea of what is it that I can do? I don't say to predetermine. But to help me move forward in my life in a direction that I want to go in, to achieve the things that I want to achieve. And as, as many of you know, um, one of the things that I guess we sometimes overlook and maybe even take for granted is maybe even the idea to attract the right people in my life, have the right people that are in my life that will help contribute to my success, that will be loyal and faithful and helpful as opposed to uh, people that are potentially uh, shallow or manipulative or um, uh, materialistic that don't have the same goals or objectives or direction that you may have and that at some point, to come to conflict, and 
And sometimes we don't find out until it's too late that those conflicts uh, come into play and then uh, they sort of become shocking when they do. I think it's really important for us when we're thinking about our goals and what we want to achieve in life is we can't take for granted the people that we have in our lives are helping to contribute towards our success and the things that we want. So to some degree, I recommend for those of you that are couples that might be listening, it's a really good idea to talk about your goals together. What is it that you want to achieve? Both of you. Create your own separate goals. Take the time to sit apart from each other. Write down your five goals, your physical goals, your spiritual goals, your financial goals, your professional goals, and your relationship goals, right? Establish each one of those goals for yourself. And then sit down with your spouse or your partner and review those goals with them. Share them. Talk about them. Are they similar? Are you trying to achieve the same things? Are you trying to go in the same direction? Right? When you think about that boat that's in the port and has no captain, and just they start the engine and they just go. Uh, Zig Ziglar used to refer to it as a wandering generalism. Are you just a wandering generalism? Or are you a meaningful specific? And a meaningful specific is somebody that has a specific goal, a specific direction, things that they're trying to achieve. So when you speak with your partner or your, or your spouse, you can then speak specifically and intelligently about what it is that you want to achieve and what is the timetable? What are the things that you want to do, not only this year in 2019 coming up, but what does 2020, 2025, 2030, what does that look like for you? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? And then you share that. Like we have a, a, a caller? Yes, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, hi, Kevin. Yes, um, I, I was wondering what your uh, suggestions would be about um, – I keep seeing in my goal is to get um, all the churches, spiritual groups, green groups, peace groups, and activists, caring activist groups united to create the legislation for heart and soul-based community services with a good basic guaranteed income, with single payer for everyone, which includes a house. Or a, or a tiny house and or apartment too for everyone. Wow, that is a mouthful. Your name is Lynn. Lynn, and where are you calling from, Lynn? Oregon. Okay, so Lynn. And I was given. What? I actually was given an Oregon change agent certificate by a three-time governor here who was a medical doctor for my work with jobs creation. Well, Lynn, I'm here I, to help I, listen, with I'm very, I'm, the cities I'm of enlightenment, proud. peace, green. Yeah, I'm very Pardon? proud of you. I'm proud of the things that you're trying to achieve. And listen, those are a combination of a lot of incredible things, and you're pulling them all in together into one melting pot. And for you to be able to, number one, 
have the idea, the concept to create that. I, I applaud you for that. That's what leadership is about, is having grand visions and grand ideas. So, so your idea to, to think of this is extraordinary, number one. Number two, to take on challenges that are outside of your own universe of influence is very challenging. Uh, as, as you may know uh, from my background and many other people have known, uh, so I, I ran for political office. I went through that process. It's a very difficult process. It, it's a difficult process to, to get people to believe in these ideas that we create and we want people to follow them and vote for them. What you're doing is not as a an elected official. You're trying to create a social change, which is incredibly significant. But what do you have direct control over? And who are the people that you have direct influence with? And I think going into 2019, I would ask you to create a vision board of who are the people that are your influencers or your decision makers that you have direct impact with? And take a look at your mission and your vision, which is extraordinary. And as you try and put those pieces together, try and draw lines as to who are your decision makers, who are the people that also are visionaries like you that can help you manifest or bring this vision to life. Because you're bringing in, from what I heard, probably four or five different genres or groups of people that are totally disparate. And you're trying to bring them all into one pool. And I would tell you that based on your 30-second comment, each one of those groups or each one of those people have their own political agenda as to why they exist. And for some of them, their political agenda may be also a social and financial reason why they exist because it may be their income. It may be their job. So what you'd be asking them to do is actually concede their job to, to eliminate their money-making opportunity for the greater good. You can imagine how difficult mm -hmm. that would be, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, I've thought about it, like, uh, doing people go to church instead of war. Whoa. <laughs> well, so to some degree, I think, I'm, I'm sure you've probably already come across it. You've, you've probably come across people where you're literally asking them to give up their income or what they do for a living for the greater good. And, and I'm sure you've gotten some resistance to that. So I'm sure they think it's a great idea. And, and I'm a big, a big believer in this idea of theory is great yet in application. Theoretically, this sounds like such an amazing thing. And, and, and it doesn't sound simple. I don't want to say it sounds simple because it is complex. It sounds like the right thing to do for all of us to try and do. But you're asking so many people to give so much in order to achieve it. And, and I applaud you once again for this, such a, an amazing and beautiful vision. But boy, oh, boy, you've got your hands full, Lynn. I know. <laughs> now, how, how long have you been working on this mission? Uh, probably pretty hardcore since 19, well, actually 1974. My, my goodness. Well, listen, here's, here's something that I'd ask you to do. I'd ask you to reach out to me separately on Facebook. I am 
And then what I'd ask you to do is share with me any sort of business plan or strategies that you've put in place. And think about this in a strategic way, is that you need to create more influencers and people that have significant influence in each one of these categories to bring them to the table in order to create the change. So this massive I'm vision not you on have. Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, but I'm not on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, too. So and I actually reach have out the, the leader of Facebook, one of the founders of mm -hmm. Facebook, um, has the links to all those different groups already. Okay. But I don't have that computer expertise to run stuff through all that. Well, guess what? So then that becomes your first goal for 2019 is to recruit and find someone that does have that technological ability and someone mm -hmm. who can directly connect you to Jeff Weiner and actually help you, have him help you make this a reality. And I understand, once again, if you can do it successfully in a place like Seattle or in the Northwest, um, there's really no reason why it can't be done in other cities or other places around the country and around the world. Thanks. So it sounds like a very clear vision for 2019. You need to find some influencers, decision makers, and someone that has the technological ability to help you advance your uh, agenda and your mission and your vision, yeah. which, is a which is a beautiful one. So how do I get in touch with you if I'm not on Facebook? Reach out to me on LinkedIn. You'll, you'll find me on LinkedIn as well. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Lynn, God bless. Merit, Happy New Year, and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you All for right. what Bye -bye. you're doing, too. Oh, thank you so much. What a great call. What a great call. So, um, you know, when we once again, when we're thinking about this idea of creating missions and visions, here's a woman that has this vast mission and vision of all these different people that are outside of her direct control, and she's asking them to all essentially give up part of their power or influence in order to help her achieve her goal, which largely sounds like the greater good. And we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. We're going to take a break right now at 830. Um, once again, for any of you that are interested, like Lynn was, in, uh, in calling in, please feel free to call in at 888 627-6008, 627-6008, or the direct line is 323-744-4831, 323-744-4831. We'll be back in a moment. Thank you so much for joining. Should old acquaintance be forgotten and never brought to Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Kevin McCrudden, America's CMO, Chief Motivation Officer. Thank you so much for joining me again um, with this uh, hour. Uh, motivate and inspire your life and, and help provide you with some guidance, some direction, some thoughts about how to approach the new year. Uh, obviously, around the corner here, we have National Motivation and Inspiration Day on January 2nd. Um, tomorrow, obviously, we have New Year's Eve, and then we have New Year's Day, and then we have National Motivation and Inspiration Day on January 2nd, which also kicks off Motivation and Inspiration Month here in New York. Um, 
for those of you that are interested, please feel free to, to follow up with me if you'd like to help implement Motivation Inspiration Month in each of your states. Uh, we, we've implemented it here successfully in New York, uh, working on a couple of other states, but please feel free to reach out if you're interested. So we were talking a little bit about goals and goal setting and how to successfully achieve or accomplish uh, and, and set your, your goals for 2019. And I was reading some, some quotes from uh, some fairly famous people, well-known people, um, to provide guidance or some insight into the idea of, um, of goals or goal setting. And one of my favorite quotes ever uh, is from uh, really sort of the, the founding father of the modern-day uh, motivational leadership industry, um, is between a, a gentleman by the name of Napoleon Hill or Clement Stone. And, and Clement Stone um, uh, did a, a number of interviews with oh, most of the uh, you know, millionaires and billionaires of, of his time in the 20s and, and um, created uh, the idea of think and grow rich and, um, and, and really was, was effective in asking each of those people, the leaders of industry at that time, what they believe contributed to success or what success is. And Napoleon Hill was also a part of that. Napoleon Hill has this great quote that says, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So listen, so here's where I want to make a transition. When we think about the idea of goal setting, when we think about the idea of working hard and working smart to achieve our goals, there's something more to it. And it's something that I've become, I think, more aware of as I've gotten a little bit older. Something that I think secretly I knew for years and I've read about and it's become more of an idea of uh, manifesting or creating things. And I believe about this idea of uh, the law of attraction and, and how we create or bring things into our lives. How do we attract the right people? How do we attract the things that are going to help us achieve our goals? And I'm, I'm getting somewhere here, so follow me. So I've spoken a little bit earlier in the first half hour about this idea of creating smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-driven. So when we're thinking this idea of goals, you think about, all right, so I want to lose weight. Like, all right, well, that's just, that's not a specific enough goal. I want to lose 50 pounds this year. Well, 50 pounds in an entire year, well, I mean, that's a good goal. That's decent. Um, there are people that can lose 10 pounds a month. There are people that have lost 100 pounds in a year, 120 pounds in a year. Um, is 50 pounds a good enough goal? Is it? Are you going to be working hard enough to achieve that goal? Because, listen, my goal is to lose, let's say it's 80 pounds in the year. 80 pounds would put me at an optimal weight that I want to be at. 
my high school weight, my college weight, the weight that the doctors say is a really good, healthy weight for me, the, the weight that's appropriate for the um, you know, medical professionals that when you look at the scale of your height and your bone structure, that's the weight that they suggest you should be. It becomes okay. So that is the optimal weight is 80 pounds less than I currently have. But you know what? Yes, I, I'm starting in January. I want to lose 80 pounds this year. So that's approximately 7.2 or 7 point whatever pounds per month. It becomes I'm going to lose seven pounds per month this year. Now, that puts you in a position that every month, every 30 days, you're going to look to see if you are attaining your goal. That's pretty specific. Now, what you might want to add is, so in addition to losing the weight, well, what do I have to do to lose the weight? Well, we all know that I can't eat everything I want to eat and lose seven pounds. That's not going to happen. So I have to have an effective diet that is going to help me lose the seven pounds. So it becomes I'm going to eat a healthy diet every day. Now, that's something in your direct control. Every single day, you have the choice, no donuts, no sugar, no additional carbs, no fat, no fast food. Those are your choices. Those are the choices you make every single day. Now you're saying, I want to lose 80 pounds. I'm going to lose over a little over seven pounds a month, and I'm going to eat healthy every single day. Okay, we're almost there. But now we also know that it's very difficult to lose seven pounds a, a month and lose 80 pounds a year just on nutrition, you also have to include exercise. So we know by this stage of the game in 2019 that exercise is a key component to weight loss. You can't just diet yourself into weight loss. You need exercise. So the idea is that you need to increase your activity, to increase your metabolism, to increase your burn rate every day. You've got to get that body going. You need to get the furnace going. So once the furnace is burning and the furnace is burning calories, now you have a machine that's working, this machine we call our body. So now it becomes, oh, I am going to exercise every day. I will do 50 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day. I will go to the gym and be on the elliptical, the treadmill for 30 minutes every day at 7.2 miles per hour. Not just standing on the treadmill and talking to the person next to you or standing on the elliptical and listening to your tunes and watching TV and barely moving. Not going to the gym and not breaking a sweat, hanging out, talking to people. That's not how you get the furnace burning. When you go to a gym, a gym is intended for you to go and sweat, not to go and look pretty or go to pick up women or go. The gym is intended for you to go and sweat and perspire and get the furnace burning so that you're burning calories. And if you're also choosing to not eat 
improperly eating fats and eating donuts and eating carbs and eating sugar, you will achieve the seven pounds a month, if not more. And you will achieve the 80 pounds in a year. And frankly, you will achieve physical fitness and wellness. You will achieve being fit and well for the rest of your life if you can do that. So you'll no longer be focusing on the idea of, I just want to lose some weight. Because people that focus on, I just want to lose some weight, are typically focusing on, I just want to lose some weight every single year. And they're not looking to really resolve the entire problem for the rest of their lives. And that is how you achieve it, by, by creating a very specific, smart, measurable, attainable goal that is driven by, by focused things that will actually not only achieve your goal, but will change your life. And here's where the idea of putting it out there for the universe, putting it out there so that this law of attraction comes into your life, is when you create your goal to create a vision board, create a vision, cut it out of a, a magazine. Where do you want to live? How do you want to live? What car do you want to drive? How do you want to look? Come out of a magazine. What are the optimal things that you want? Put them on a piece of paper. Today's day and age, what we can do is we can just cut and paste out of, uh, out of the Internet and put them on a piece of paper and PowerPoint and then just print it out. And just put it at the top of it. My goals for 2019 and beyond. Because it may not happen in the timetable you want. You may not move from the one-bedroom apartment to the five-bedroom mansion. You may not be going to move from your uh, your broken-down you know 2000 uh, car to a brand new uh, Lexus or Mercedes or Land Rover or you know. Uh, whatever other car you may want, right? It may not happen this year, but it will. And I, and I, I don't like to say this, but I, but I almost guarantee, I almost guarantee if you put those things on paper and you put it on the inside of your medicine cabinet where you see it every single day, that vision, that idea, the concept is something that begins the law of attraction. You will begin to draw into your life the things that you want as well as the people that you want. I ask you to be careful. If it's all about materialism and being a materialistic person with a materialistic lifestyle, you will attract materialistic people. And I will tell you from firsthand knowledge, materialistic people are untrustworthy. They are not people that you want to essentially bet your life on because when you have materialism, it's good. When you do not, they tend to not be people of character, and therefore you cannot depend on them when things are difficult. So make sure when you're setting your goals and you're creating your visions and your mission, that when you're thinking about the things that are a part of your future and what you want in your future, that idea of manifesting or the law of attraction, attracting the people and the things that you want in your life, it isn't all about Stuff is not the answer. It's about having a healthy, happy, successful life filled with love and filled with people that love you. I saw a quote today. Success 
is about not only loving the people that are around you, but having them return that love back to you, that they love you as much as you love them. That's, a, that's an amazing thing. And I can tell you that a couple of years removed from being absolutely devastated and destroyed by people that I love and thought were the, the whole world, literally my world. It destroyed me. And I'm, I'm telling you that for those of you that are listening, the most important thing that you can remember is that you, you have power and control over your life. You are the captain of your own ship. You are the person that is driving your car or driving your boat. You are the one that's in control of your life. You're in control of who you bring into your life. You're in control of who you give your love to and your life to and your heart to. And you're in control of manifesting and creating the life of your dreams. And I, I don't take it like the idea of National Motivation Inspiration Day, the idea of creating a day where you set your goals that are achievable, that you want to bring into your life. There are so many people that are struggling to have a life that they want to live. And I'm asking you, I'm suggesting to you, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you to please take the day or two to write down and create a mission and vision for your life, for the things that you want, and, and have the nerve, the gall, the excuse me, the balls, put it on a piece of paper and then put it in on your cabinet so that you see it every day or put it in your drawer so you see it every day. And here's the last piece. The last piece is God. For many of you, and if you listen to this station, if you listen to BBS radio, if you listen uh, to motivational, inspirational, uplifting material, you do believe in God. Therefore, I'm asking you something that is not a stretch for you because you probably believe it already. But when we believe in the idea of manifestation, when we believe in the idea of the law of attraction, it, it begins with God. It begins with our faith and our, and our faith and our belief in God. And if we can have faith and belief that God will bring into our lives the things that we want, this is the thing that has made Joel Olstein a millionaire is the idea of telling people that you can believe in wanting more and attracting more. And I'm telling you the same thing without asking you to give me any money. You don't have to give me money. You have to believe. Believe in God and believe in yourself. Those are the things that we need in order to manifest and create a better life for ourselves and our family and for the people around us. And listen, it's not easy. I will not fool you or try and tell you that it's easy. Once you believe it, once you create the right goals, you start to achieve that somehow life will become easier. It does not. There are more challenges. As you grow and you learn, there are more challenges. One of the things that Einstein talked about is that you cannot solve the problems that you created today with the same thinking that you have. In order to create or in order to create solutions to your problems, you need to advance your thinking. You need to become more intelligent. You need to become, uh, uh, have more wisdom, more knowledge. And that will help you resolve the challenges of the day. But what, what we're focusing on January 2nd, National Motivation Inspiration Year, uh, Day, the new year, and think about 2019, what is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to bring into your life? 
once again, think about your physical goals. Those are the easy ones. Physical fitness, wellness, exercise, eating properly. Those are easy. Your spiritual goals. Are you praying enough? Are you asking God for, for his guidance? Guiding light within our lives. I'll talk about that in a moment. Are we going to church or synagogue or wherever we need to go in order to connect with God? Or spiritually, are we going to the right places so that we can find peace and tranquility and connectivity with the Holy Spirit and with God and the energy that he provides? Professionally, are we growing? Are we learning? Are we advancing? Are we doing things that we need to do in order to become better at what we do? I had a client this year that I was consulting with that was trying to grow their company but doesn't have the horses, doesn't have the people, doesn't have the, the ability to grow and is unwilling to be uncomfortable enough to make really difficult decisions in order to grow beyond essentially the people that are that are holding him and his company back. Those are difficult decisions. Those are difficult choices to grow beyond. Unfortunately, sometimes, the people that are around you that are limiting your growth and limiting your, your ability. That's your professional goals. What are you doing for your professional goals? And for those of you that are younger, my millennial mentorship, look, you may have gotten a great college education. That does not mean that you're in a position to be the CEO or be a vice president. Getting out of college and with good with good grades means that you have a foundation and the ability to learn. When you come into a company and you learn what the company actually does, and you learn the process and the procedure and the things about how they go about doing stuff, maybe within a year or two, you become knowledgeable enough about the industry, about what it is that you do, what your company does, that you can provide advice, guidance vision that maybe hasn't been thought of before. Maybe you'll create a solution that hasn't been thought of before. But remember, there's a lot of people that are college educated, that have done well, that are with those companies. And for you to think that you're going to get out of college and do things that they haven't done and surpass everyone in a company and become CEO or vice president or whatever and surpass all of them is incredibly disrespectful. For my millennial friend, Make sure you become patient and humble, but hardworking and knowledgeable. Yes, Steve Jobs does say he intentionally hired intelligent people not to tell them what to do, but to have them tell him what to do. Well, guess what? There's a lot of intelligent people that came out of Harvard and Yale and Princeton and Stanford and millions of other colleges that were there before you, and they happen to be very intelligent as well. So for my millennial fan, my millennial fan, please manage your expectations, manage your professional goals, and be respectful and humble about your growth. Okay, so we have physical, we have spiritual, we have professional. Our relationship goals, we have to be honest. We have to be honest with each other. If you are in a relationship, you have to be honest with each other. Once again, for those of you that know, I was with someone that was not honest was dishonest and essentially my help raise children and, and be in a life for almost 12 years and had the rug pulled out underneath me and did not have any idea that this person was potentially unhappy. 
I have no clue that there was any unhappiness in, the, in, in our lives. When you do that to somebody, you are intentionally hurting them. You are intentionally lying to them in order to hurt them. There is no reason to be in a relationship where you are intentionally or unintentionally hurting somebody. That's where communication comes in. You have to communicate. So 2019, your relationship goal should be about honest communication about what it is that you want in your relationship. Where is your relationship going? And what is it that you want in your relationship? You want more love. You want more love making. You want more space. You want more freedom. You want more empowerment. You want more fun times. You want more travel. You want more spirituality. You want more money. What are the things that you want? And get on the same page so that you can both be working together rather than secretly working against each other. So physical, spiritual, professional, relationship. These are key components of every single one of our lives. And then finally, financial. We all, we all have financial goals, but that is not the end all and be all. It is one of the most important components of being an American. But guess what? It is not the most important thing that it is being being. And Lynn, who called in a little bit earlier, obviously is trying to take on the world a little bit. The idea of bringing people together to understand how we can contribute and control environmental social challenges in order to take care of people that are trying to make positive changes in the world. Listen, this is not the socialist states of America. This is the United States of America. It is not the divided states of America. It is the United States of America. We have to come together. We need to work together. We need to listen to each other. There are far too many people on either side of the fence that think that they're far more intelligent than the people on the other side of the fence. I hate to tell you, you're not, and we're not. Just because someone has a belief that's different than yours does not make them unintelligent. They believe what they believe. They feel what they feel. They think what they think. And they know what they know. And yet, there are a lot of Republicans and conservatives that have gone to very good colleges and have gotten degrees and are very well educated, as well as there are people that are Democrats that have been to very good colleges that are very well educated. Just because you have one viewpoint over another does not make you ignorant or stupid. If you think someone is stupid because of their belief system, that makes you stupid. Moving further in 2019, I have goals, I have dreams. I'm announcing that I'm going to be releasing uh, my, I guess, my 10th, uh, my ninth or 10th audio book, uh, which will also be a physical book um, called Who Are You Now? Um, the follow-up to my book, Who Are You?, where I introduced the most significant addition to Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Um, talks about your needs, but who are you now after divorce, depression, death? Um, lots and lots of pieces of things that I've learned from overcoming uh, one of the most difficult periods of my life, but also sharing it with other people and understanding what they've overcome. So it isn't just about my journey, but it's about other people's journeys. So who are you now uh, will be coming out in 2019. 
I will also be working on hopefully releasing before the end of 2019 uh, a movie called The Light of Man. And I talked a little bit about spirituality earlier. We are all born with the light of God within us. And for any of us to not realize that, it's a shame. And that is what the light of man is about. It's about man's relationship with God and God's relationship with man. And uh, I'm trying to think of the French philosopher Jardin, who said we are not uh, human beings having a spiritual existence, but rather we are spiritual beings having a human existence. And I ask all of you to, to embrace the idea that God lives within you. That is the light and the energy that you wake up with every day. Because when you die, not only does the light go out in your eyes, the light leaves your body. And when we think about the very first words of Genesis, and the very first words that God said, let there be light. And we are all made in God's image. And that is light. That is not a physical manifestation. It is light and energy. And light and energy is what motivates and moves the world. And I hope that this past hour motivates and inspires you to have an amazing and magical 2019 for any of you that are interested in participating in the light of man in the creation of the movie. Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn. For any of you that are hopeful of having me either help you personally or help you with your company in 2019. I only have a handful of spaces for executive coaching. I only have a handful of spaces for small businesses to help them grow. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. For every single person that can hear my voice, I wish you God's blessing for 2019. I wish you the happiest of New Year's, the healthiest of New Year's, and I hope that you find peace and harmony in, in your life and that you just you try and find what it is that motivates and inspires you to be your very best self. Once again, folks, this is Kevin McCrudden, America's CMO, Chief Motivation Officer, thanking you for joining me for this hour. God bless you. Happy New Year, and I'll talk to you in 2019. Take care.